0: Welcome back to The Defeat of Darkness. This is Vivian L. Miller. I'm here with CJ Jones. And we're going to be talking about something that is hot off the press. The Lord gave Cheryl something a couple of days ago, and I asked her if she would be willing to share what the Lord gave her. So I'm going to just leave it in her hands. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, how are you? Blessed, abundantly, highly favored, deeply loved of the Lord, and I am restored in every area. Spirit, soul, body, financially, socially, and intellectually.
1: I like it. I love it. <clears throat> Way to go. Also, am I on my own today? Please tell me I'm not.
0: Gonna, I'm. I'm. No, you're gonna. You're gonna take the lead. is what the Lord told. I mean, I, <laughs> this is the first time I've ever done that. But the Lord impressed me to let you take the lead. I will be here and I will be talking to you and we will go back and forth like we do, but I'm gonna let you yeah. take
1: the lead. Well, I will I will let the Holy Spirit lead and I pray that I touch on all the points that he's they've given me over the last few days. So you and I have had some discussions recently about you know things that have been going on in our lives and what we're believing God for and and standing on the word and you know everything that we normally do in these situations and you know the other night you know let let me just back up a little bit you for the, for about the past year you know my family and I have been you know faced with many many challenges and we're up against one now that is probably the greatest challenge that we have ever faced, you know, as far as I can ever recall in, in my lifetime. And, you know, of course being 25, that's been a, a long time. may not be a long time to some people, but to me it's, it's a long time. And for you being just 21, I'm sure you can relate.
0: I can't. I can. And, and I will say this, I will interject this. Regardless of how big it looks in the natural, mm-hmm. it's never
1: too big for him. Right. Amen for that. So, like I said, you know, this is kind of the the biggest challenge we have faced in a long time. Now, me, myself, I have not really been in a panic. You know, because I, I'm trusting God right now. I know God is... is is in the middle of this so my trust and my faith has been in him not in anything else just him right you know i have uh, other family members who are not quite on the, same, the same level of place I am. yeah they're not quite yeah, on the same, place, in the same place right so you know they see more of the natural that's going on and to them it looks pretty dire now to anybody in the physical realm it it looks pretty dire but to me you know i just know that god is god is is working god is on it so i'm a little bit more calm about it
0: yeah i will say this and i will say this he is the god of this world Mm -hmm. second corinthians 4 talks about him being the god of this world right and because he's the god of this world for people who look only to what they can see with their eyes and feel with their senses and, you know, effective with their emotions. It's, it's hard for them because they can't see a way out. He tries yeah. to make it look like there is no way out. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? But right. because, and because he does that, if you don't understand or a person doesn't understand how the spirit realm works, That's why we see people committing suicide left and right.
1: because Uh, They don't
0: have any sense. They don't have any sense of, uh, not your family, but I mean, we're seeing in the natural, a lot of prominent people committing suicide because they don't have any way out. They don't, they have not factored in the anointing. They've not factored in the fact that God works behind the scenes most of the time. Yeah. Second Corinthians four says, um, but uh, starting at verse three. But if our gospel is be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of the anointed one and his anointing, who is the image of God or the image of love, should shine unto them. And then over in um, towards the end of that same chapter in 2 Corinthians 4, it says in verse 16, verse um, 16. For this cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of gro- glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, which is what you're doing. You're looking at the things that are not seen. Right. For the things that are seen are temporal or subject to change. They're mm-hmm. temporary. But the things that are
1: not seen are eternal. Amen. Amen. That's good. That's a good scripture. I mean, that, we, that just goes right along with what we're saying here, you know. And
0: right. The Holy Spirit quickened it to me because I mean, we did not plan this except I said oh, you know, what, the hey, Lord told, what the Lord told me to tell you, which was please take the lead on this and, and you know, talk about what the Lord's given you mm-hmm. because, because I think it's
1: very timely for this time we're all in. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, like, like what I was saying earlier is that you know it's, it's a situation that you know if you're looking at it in the physical realm and in, and uh, it looks it looks very dire, but that's not where my eyes are focused. Um, but there is a certain thing that that has to happen, you know, and we've been waiting on that particular thing for over a year now and it's because we haven't received that yet um, that's kind of one of the reasons we're in the position that we're in right and it's it's not it's not our fault and it's not really anybody's fault but except the enemies except the enemies I have that
0: because because he he manipulates time yeah,
1: exactly. That's right, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. You know, time. If we have didn't, didn't say that earlier, but that's that's the topic for today. Time and having dominion over time. So we're gonna. That's where we're going with all of this. So normally, I think you know, the agency that we're waiting on this particular item from can take up to six months. And I'm like, and my thinking is, I was having a conversation with a family member last night and I'm like, and I, I can just see the panic all over her, you know? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I could give her a word. I could tell her that everything's going to be okay, but I just don't think she's in that place to receive what I'm saying. Right. So,
0: and a lot um, of times you're very own family. It's harder to get them to receive than it is for someone who doesn't know them or barely knows them. To say right. the very same thing you said, and oh. they receive
1: it from that person, right? Yeah, there's been many occasions where that's happened, and I've told you mm-hmm. about most of those. But anyway,
0: mm-hmm. and it ha- it's happened. It happened to me too. I mean, yeah. Jesus in his own town could do no miracles because they had no faith, right? He could right. do no mighty thing. It says in Mark six,
1: right? So Thursday evening, a couple of nights ago. I was in my room, and i was I was praying about this saying lord there's I know there's a way that we can cause this thing to to hurry to come before it that normally would right you know to well, it's already late
0: in the natural, it's already late six months, so yeah. you know,
1: yeah, so it's I'm like Lord, there's there's got to be a way, I know there is i just I know there is, but I need you." To, you know, lead, guide, and direct me and sh- and show me. Show me what it is that I need to do or I can do mm-hmm. to cause this to speed up. And I thought, you know, if anybody, if anybody can, you know, give me some wisdom here. And, you know, not only am I, have I gone to the Lord, but I thought, you know, Vivian's pretty good about telling me where I need to go or pointing me in a direction. So I texted her Thursday evening and I was kind of telling her the situation. And she said, you know, the first thing you said was, you you told me three different things. First thing you said was, have you taken um, authority over the spirit of hindrance? And I said, yes, I have. I have done that. And then she said, well, you know, and this is something that I was going to do anyway. But for her to tell me that, you know, I just knew that that was what I needed to do anyway. And then the second thing she said was, you know, just do your, do, pray in the spirit for three days. And then, you know, seek wisdom from the Lord and he'll give it to you. and You'll get your answers that way. And that's never failed. Anytime I've that I've
0: ever. Mailed, and I've never had to go the full three days either. Right. Me either. Ever. Me either. Me.
1: And I really didn't even have to this time, you know, because I didn't even have to pray in the spirit this time, even though I was preparing to do that. That's exactly what I was preparing to do. Right.
0: Because you answered me immediately and said, yeah, I was already planning on doing that.
1: Right. So that was that was in my plans and I was going to do it that night. And. we were talking a little bit more and I don't remember the context of the, of the conversation we had towards the end because I was already thinking about other things, but you said, you know, we have dominion over time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we do. And I thought, okay, dominion over time. I have, it. okay, I got it. I got it. So that's what I'm going to be taking to the Lord in prayer. That's what I'm going to be praying in the spirit about, you know, give me wisdom, Lord. So as I normally do, I retreated to my bedroom and I was preparing to start praying. And I thought, you know, I really, I need a pretty, a, a, a more solid definition of what it means to have dominion over time. I said, Lord, I really don't even, I know, I've heard it a lot. You know, I know that that we have dominion over time. I said, but I kind of need some some more clarity on that topic. And. So the first thing that I decided to do was I decided to go and define what it means to have dominion, what dominion is. So I decided to get into go look in the dictionary and find the word dominion. And as I did that, it it was it has dominion as sovereignty or control. That's how the dictionary defines dominion. So I, I, I meditated on that for a minute, sovereignty or control, sovereignty or control. Dominion is sovereignty or control. So then I'm like, well, I, I want a definition of sovereignty because I, I know what I think it means. But I just need I need to know exactly what it means. What does the dictionary say it means? I, I like to define words. I'm really big into defining words. You know? Me too, because
0: our language has been, has been uh, polluted by the enemy. And some of the things we say don't mean what we think they mean.
1: Exactly. Right. And I didn't want to be, you know, and I could have been totally wrong in my definition of sovereignty. So I wanted to confirm that, yeah, I had the right definition of it and I knew what it meant. So I went and I defined the word sovereignty. I looked it up, and it said, supreme power or authority. So if dominion means sovereignty, and sovereignty means supreme power or authority, then dominion can be defined as supreme power or authority. So I thought, okay, I was, I was on the right track with that. I got it now. All right. So as I'm sitting there, you know, thinking more about it, and I thought I probably, we have dominion over time, so we have supreme authority, supreme power or authority over time, but how does the dictionary define time? So naturally I had to go back and look that one up. And it's defined as a non-spatial continuum That is measured in terms of events which succeed one another from past through present time. I thought, okay, so I have a definition of time. I have a definition of dominion. All right, so we can start now. So as I began to ask the Lord, where do I go? Where do I need to go to find out how? You know, I can speed, speed this process up. If I have dominion over time, then I've got to, there has to be a way. And maybe I just don't know what it is. Right. So the
0: one who is the know-it-all. Yeah, I
1: did. (laughs) I went to the Lord and I was, you know, asking him, can you show me where I need to go? And so, you know, like you, I like to have scripture references. Mm Mm-hmm. In case anybody in the future asks me, well, where did you get that? Or, you know, if I'm t- trying to tell them about dominion over time, well, where did you get that? Well, I can take them through these scriptures and say, this is what it says about this and about that and about that. So I can give them book, chapter, verse. They can go look it up themselves. Now, <laughs> what I realized is that, you know, the enemy. he time is, you know time is a tool okay god created time mm-hmm. you know and time was created in you know if you go back to like genesis chapter 1 verse 14
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's where that's where god created time and if you don't mind i want to read that really quickly no so that people- I'm, i absolutely don't mind because you know how i am about the word <laughs> yeah Okay, I'm going to read it in my version. And if you want to read it in yours afterwards, that's, that'd be great, too. Okay. So Genesis 1, 14 says, Then God said, Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. So that right there was the creation of time. So when lights appear in the sky, he's talking about the sun and the moon, obviously. And we have 12 hours of daylight. We have 12 hours of nighttime. You put those together, and you get you get a day. And then a day becomes a week. Week becomes a month. Month become must become years. You know, we go through seasons and everything like that. The changing of the time but god created that for us in genesis as a tool to be used by us the problem with it is time time itself will exert you know an extreme amount of pressure on people you bet, you bet. <laughs> it it does and this is why people you know end up having anxiety and depression and, um, you know, other maybe physical or mental disorders that, you know, they have a difficult time dealing with because they're just, they're, they're in that pressure cooker of time. Can I read the Genesis one fourteen? Oh, yes. I apologize. Go ahead. Yes.
0: yes. No, that's okay. I didn't want to interrupt your flow, but I, I, the Lord quickened me to two scriptures. That one okay. and another one. So yes. Genesis 1.14 says, and, God, and the King James, and God says, let there be lights in the firmament of the, of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let th- them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. So it's more defined. The time segments are more defined in the King James. Yes. And then the Lord quickened me as you were talking. To Genesis 8.22. <clears throat> While the earth remains. Sea time and harvest. Cold and heat. Harvest. Uh, cold and heat. Sea time and harvest. And cold and heat. And summer and winter. And day and night. Shall not cease. Amen. While the earth remains. This is in place. However. As you said. He made it in Genesis. Before before the fall he created it and after the fall he stated this is never
1: going to change why the earth remains right Amen. Hey, man i'm glad you brought that scripture up that's a that's a really good one was that 822 i'll have to write that one 822. Down. yeah 822 all right so you know when we see people who are under that pressure of time. You know, we have to understand that these are people that are operating under time. They are taking it
0: from the standpoint that time is over in dominion over them, not the other way around. Right. That's what makes the difference. Because somebody who understands that we have dominion over time and knows how to operate in that, time doesn't
1: matter. Right. And we We know that God... God himself exists outside of time. Right. You know, he, there's no time in heaven. You're not going to go up there and see any clocks on the walls or, you know, hanging from clouds or anything like that. There's no time. Now, I in did. Heaven I anything.
0: did ask him about that because I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I collect clocks. I have a thing for clocks and for time pieces. So I did yeah. ask him about that. And he says, you'll have them. They just won't operate the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never knew about your clock thing. You're. Yeah, I have a clock I have a clock. That's one of the few things. That and music boxes are the two things that if I'm collecting, those are the two things I'm collecting. Oh,
1: that's nice. And the more
0: unusual they I something is, you know, a clock or a music box, the better I like it. Oh.
1: Okay. Well, that's a new one for me, but I like it.
0: And she's known me a long time, people, and she didn't know that about me. I
1: don't think we've ever about anything like that you know uh, about what we collect or anything like that I collect books I you know I, <laughs> yeah
0: I know you I know, you I know books are your thing did you books did you thing. look in the in the Webster's 1828 when you looked at these these um, definitions or did you look in the I, regular
1: I, I did I did I looked at the 1828 as well it had and the some, reason I asked
0: the reason I asked is because for time it says a particular portion or part of duration, whether past, present, or future, to which goes back to the dominion of time. The time yeah. the time was, but the time has been, the time is on the is, the time will be. Lost time is never found again, is what it says. But then it says God is it is. At, at sundry times in diverse manners, spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets. And then it's the ver- that's the first definition. Second definition says a proper time, a season. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want that. I didn't want you to, in, I didn't want to interrupt you, but yeah. Okay. Let's go no,
1: ahead. it's okay. It I'll, I'll, I'm glad you did that. Okay, so, and these are all things, this is all the studying that the Lord really took me through, and it took me, you know, several hours to get through this and to understand it and, you know, really come to to have a grasp on it for the first time in a long time. I I think I have a grasp on this, but you're going to see in a minute that when I get to that part is that it's not as difficult as, as I was thinking it was. We make things so, hard sometimes as human beings. But we do. What we do when, is. We yeah. when we don't understand? When we don't right. understand it, you know, fully, we make it harder than what it is. But once we get that revelation, that revelation knowledge, you know, um, it just Everything it all just makes sense.
0: Yeah, it, it right. changes.
1: It makes sense, and it's like, oh, well, we've been doing that all along. So, but. Um, Again, you know, people are are operating under the constraints of time. But, you know, we as Christians, the body of Christ, we don't have to do that. Correct. And we should be operating above time. Correct. Like the
0: eagle that flies above the
1: storm. Yeah. Oh, good example. I like that. Okay, so since we we know that we have dominion over time, we have to understand that we have dominion over the works of God's hands. And that includes time because God created time. We just saw that in Genesis. Right. But there are three things that we can do with that. You know, uh, we can move time forward we can move time backward and we can also make it pause. We can also mm-hmm. pause time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, you know, move, pausing time, you know, didn't really ever occur to me. And I don't think I've ever attempted to move it backward. I've just always tried to bring those things that are in the future, you know, into, into the That's realm the the manifestation mm-hmm. yet now into the now. Right. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to do is bring it into the now. It, I don't know how far from the future it could be, but you know, I've been trying to bring it into the now, but we'll get to all that. So the good news I think is that we can override time and, you know, eliminate uh, the pressure that Satan tries to place on our lives. We have to remember that faith dominates time. So let me give you an example of that from the Bible, where we can move where we're being where time is being moved forward. So if you if you can turn to John eleven um verse one through forty-four. Okay, so this is obviously the raising of Lazarus. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is going to be the first example. So as we see, you know, Lazarus was sick. He had lived in Bethany. He had two sisters, Mary and Martha. And if you remember Mary and Martha, these are the ones that, you know, Mary was the one who had the the perfume. That she, she poured over Jesus' feet and wiped it with her hair. And then she had, you know, her sister Mary, or no, she had her sister Martha, Martha and her brother Lazarus. Yeah. And Martha was the, lad- the one that was, you know, saying, but
0: hurry up, hurry up, come on, he, it's too late, he's already in the grave, he stinks, you know. Right. Right. That's, she that's was the, the one was- looking at the natural. She was looking at yeah. the natural.
1: Right. So as we say, you know, Lazarus was sick, and Jesus wasn't even in there yet, you know, and. Um, but he says, when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he says, Lazarus sick, sickness will not end in death. He spoke it. Yeah, he spoke it. It's what he said. Lazarus word. Right. So at some point, he decides to go back to Judea, where, where they are. And you know, the, his disciples were like, are you sure you want to go back there? Because the people just a few days ago were trying to kill you. You know, they were trying to stone you to death. And Jesus replied to them, you know, there are 12 hours of daylight every day. During the day, people can walk safely. They can see because they have the light of the world. But at night, there is danger of stumbling because they have no light. Then he said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but now I will go and wake him up. Mm-hmm, of course. Lazarus is dead already. Jesus says he's going to wake him up. Now, they may not understand what that meant at the time, but we obviously know that by reading the rest of the the chapter, he was raising Lazarus from the dead.
0: And those words went into the quantum realm and -hmm. caused particles to change from where they were to where they needed to be to fulfill those words.
1: Right. Let's let me see here. Let me. What do I want to do? Was the. Let's go ahead and skip down to verse thirty-nine. For Jesus is there, and he says, he's standing in front of Lazarus' grave, and he says, roll the stone aside. Then it says, but Martha, the dead man's sister, protested, Lord, he has been dead for four days. The smell will be terrible. Then Jesus responded, didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe? So they rolled the stone aside. Then Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me. But I said it out loud for the sake of all these people. Standing, all these people standing here so that they will believe you sent me. Verse 43, then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. And verse 44, he says, and the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound in grave clothes, his face wrapped in in a headcloth, Jesus told him, unwrap him and let him go. So this was the first instance of moving time forward. You know, we do know that, you know, w- Lazarus would have been, you know, raised from the dead during the, the, uh, what do you call it? When we're all raised from the dead. The, the final resurrection the final resurrection thank you right so obviously that up. yeah 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 so obviously that Can was going to be
0: way sure go ahead i was going to interject one thing what yeah. the enemy does is he puts because the, we were talking about last week how the enemy knows the word better than we do yes the enemy's efforts to drag things out when people are needing something to change like what your family's been dealing with yes. he's putting into practice spiritual law from proverbs 1312 proverbs 1312 says hope deferred makes the heart sick but when the desire comes it is a tree of life yes he tries to make the heart sick so sick that people give up
1: mm-hmm
0: That's the spiritual. That's spiritual law. He's enacting that spiritual law every time he delays something that
1: somebody's believing for. Right. Right. So Jesus was able to resurrect Lazarus, you know, centuries before the the final resurrection. Correct. So that that was the speeding up of time. That was the first instance. Now. We can look and see that there are other instances as well. You know, one was Jay Iris's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, the other was, you know, the fig tree.
0: Mm-hmm. It was the next morning. It was the next morning. Mm-hmm. But we had and that it dried up from the roots. It dried up from the roots by the next morning. Right. It shouldn't have, that shouldn't have been able to, in the natural, that shouldn't have happened that quickly.
1: Right. So even though... You know, even though the the tree didn't wasn't producing any fruit, you know that doesn't mean that it was dead. It could have lived, you know, another hundred years. It just wouldn't have produced yeah. any fruit. But when Jesus spoke to it, you know, he um, moved time forward mm-hmm. with that tree. Dried it from the roots, and it was it was a dead tree. So that's the, that's another instance. That's three right there. Of you know examples of moving time forward,
0: and those are Jesus, but even Joshua in Joshua ten caused the the sun not to set and the moon not to not to rise. Right. That's in the next. He section. Actually, he pa- he actually paused time, and he wasn't born again.
1: Right. So you may ask yourself, you know, like I said, you know, the answer sometimes is so obvious that you you miss it. Mm -hmm. So how was Jesus able to supersede time? He did it by faith. And with words. Yeah, he spoke words of faith. And so did Joshua. Yeah. So first, he thanked God for hearing his prayers. Then he spoke to the problem by saying what he wanted to see. The desired end result. The desired end result, which was Lazarus's mm-hmm. coming forth from the grave, mm-hmm. but let's talk about what Jesus didn't do because that is equally important. It is so. What he didn't do, he did not pray a prayer of weakness, he did not pray a prayer of weakness at all. And I'm like, Well, okay, Lord, what do you what does that mean? So, and this is how a lot of Christians pray. Christians pray, but it, you know, he didn't sit there and he wasn't going, "Oh, Father, you know, Lazarus is dead. What are we gonna do? You know, could you please do something? Just anything. You know, help your home." Yeah, we're
0: little worms. We can't make anything happen, but we're looking for right. you, Lord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> right, but you know, and that's this that's taking all the power out of out of prayer. That's taking power out of out of. You know, our ability to Well it we're just
0: relinquishing the, the power right there. Right. We're surrendering to the to the circumstance instead of surrendering to surrendering to God and saying, You gave me the you gave me the anointing, Lord, so I'm moving on this. You right. You have to back me up.
1: <laughs> right. So in other words, you know, Jesus didn't pray the problem. And he didn't pray a prayer of weakness. He thanked God for hearing his prayer. And we, we can go to First John you know, 5, 14 and 15 to where it tells us, you know, where is it? let's go over it real quickly because I want to read it correctly. First John 5, verses 14 and 15. In my version it says, and we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us, when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. So and was it in, we know? What, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, and, and wh- how do we know
0: that we are at praying with he pl- what pleases him? Right. We get we our just, prayers. We answered. Just pr- but how do we know that we're praying a prayer that pleases him? If we're praying his word, we can't miss. Exactly. I don't have to try to figure out how do I say this? Find a scripture. Pray his word yeah. back to him. He said, right. put me in remembrance of my word. So find a scripture and say, you said, Lord. Exactly. Exactly. That's what Moses did when he wanted to kill all the Israelites in the in the wilderness. Moses said, No, you said. That's right. And the Lord repented of what he was about to do. <laughs> That's right. Amen to that. He, he can to come point to you. the end the end of
1: his patience too, just like we can. Yeah. Yeah. the point of all that is, um, you know, Jesus spoke what he desired to see. Now, Mm -hmm. how many times have you and I, in the last, you know, however long we've been doing this, have we, have we talked about, you know, praying the end result, praying the desired end result, what we desire Mm -hmm. to see? Mm -hmm. I think we've we talked about that many times, and we've been telling people, you know, you're. I can't even tell you. I can't even. I cannot even count the
0: number of times. But you understand when you you factor in faith with the quantum world, it makes perfect sense to only speak what you desire because those particles are obeying those words. Right, that's right. So why would you say something you don't want? Because those particles don't know the difference whether you want it or whether you don't. Those particles don't go, oh, Susie Q didn't mean to say that. She meant this. So I'm going to collapse in the way she meant it, not the way she said it. No, it doesn't work that way. Right. That's exactly right. And I hear people, and you have too, well, God, you try to correct
1: their words, and they say, oh, no, God knew what I meant. That's not how it works. Well, no, it's not. You know, God may have known what she meant, but that's not what she said. Right. And the enemy will hold you, he is your accuser.
0: He will go to the court of heaven and hold you him to his word by saying, no, she said that she may meant that, but she said this.
1: right. That's why it's so yeah. important to be intentional with your words. You know be intentional about what you're saying and use the correct words. you know and if all else, if you don't know what words to speak, you know, It's like we've been saying, always pray the word of God. You can't go wrong with that.
0: And if you don't know enough word yet, shut your mouth and find one. (laughs) Find a scripture. (laughs) Yeah, I've had to do that a lot. I've given, so have I. I've given blank checks to people before. Go get a blank check and say, I don't know what else to say but this, Lord.
1: Yeah. That's right. Okay, um, I mean we're we're God's children too. So you know we have the the same authority to speak what we want to see and and have it manifest. And the law of faith, this is one this is the part that I love, the law of faith overrides the law of time,
0: right. It supersedes it,
1: right? Now, as I was saying, you know, moving time forward is as simple as speaking the desired end result. And how often, like I said, how often have we, have we been talking about that? And the answer was right there the entire time. And I, I wasn't clear. No, I'm, on so, it. Wasn't I'm
0: so glad. It. I'm. I wasn't cl- as clear on it as I am now. I'm. I thank God that He had me do let have you talk about this and be the primary person because it's helped me tremendously because you're right it's been there all this time yeah um one one quick thing too we were talking about we have the same power that god has to speak the word genesis 1:27 says so god created man in his own image in the image of god created he him male and female created he them and God blessed them, and said, "No, I'm going to back up to 26." And God said, "Let us make man in our own image, after our own likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth." And God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, him, male and female created him. When it said you know, I don't know if you have, if you've ever seen a homage. The Hamash is, is the Hebrew Pentateuch written in Hebrew and translated to English. Mm-hmm. I had a copy of the Hamash at one point. I don't have one right now, but I, I definitely would like to have one again. But in that, in that very portion of Genesis, what I Genesis 26, 27, and man became a speaking spirit is what it says. That is the translation for God made man in his own image. It says, and man became a
1: speaking spirit. Wow. Now that's revelation. That's good. Yeah. That's the only part of the
0: Mosh. The Mosh is fairly big because it's the first five books of the Bible translated from English. It's Hebrew on one side of the book on one page and English on the other. That's uh-huh. the only part of the Hamash that I remember because it was so profound to me.
1: Wow, that's good stuff, though. I'll have to see if I can find one of those somewhere because that, that would be really awesome to have.
0: Yeah, the Hamash, and Hamash is spelled C-H-U, something like that. It's not spelled the way it sounds because it's Hebrew.
1: Ah, well, that makes sense. <laughs>
0: yeah. And man became a speaking spirit. Right.
1: I like it. Me too. Um. So we've we've kind of covered we've covered, I think, fairly well, that, you know, how to move time forward. But let's just take an example of how to how to move or when time has moved backwards. And there is an example of that in the Bible. Yes, there is. So we have to go back to Second Kings. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about King Hezekiah. We're going to look at, at verses 1 through 11. when we're talking about King Hezekiah. What chapter? What chapter? Second Kings 20. Sorry. Second Kings 20. Verses 1 through 11. I'm just going to read them really quickly. Or do you, why don't you read them yeah, in okay. yours? You sure? Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, in those days was Hezekiah sick unto death, and the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. And he turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, I beseech you, O Lord, remember now how I have walked before you in truth and uh, with a perfect heart, and have done that which is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept sore, and it came to pass, afore Isaiah was gone out into the middle court, that the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Turn again and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people. Thus says the Lord your God of David, your father. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will heal you on the third day. You shall go up unto the house of the Lord. And I will add unto your days 15 years. And I will deliver you out of this city uh, and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria. And I will defend this city for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. And Isaiah said, "Take a lump of figs, and they took and laid it on the boil, and he recovered. And Hezekiah said unto Isaiah, "What shall be the sign unto the Lord uh, that the Lord shall heal, will heal me? And I shall go in, up into the house of the Lord the third day." And Isaiah said, "This time sh- uh, shall you have of the Lord that the Lord will do the thing that He has spoke? Shall the shadow go forward ten degrees or go back ten degrees?" And Hezekiah answered, it is a light thing for the shadow to go down 10 degrees. No, but the shadow returned backward 10 degrees. And Isaiah the prophet cried unto the Lord, and he brought the shadow 10 degrees backward, by which it had gone down in the day of Ahaz.
1: That's a mouthful. Mm Mm-hmm. So basically the summer just and putting that in summary, you know King Hezekiah he's sick and he's dying. So God God spoke through Isaiah and said that Hezekiah was going to die. So Hezekiah cried and prayed to the Lord. He goes, you know he's telling him remember that I live that he lived his life to please God. He, he was reminding God, hey I, I've lived my life to please you And God spoke through Isaiah again, and he told Hezekiah that his prayers were heard. Now, where did we just hear that? Your prayers are heard. That when was, in, said, it was in... Well, we read the scripture in First John
0: 5. But also, but also Jesus said, Father, I know that you always hear me. So he yeah. was saying the same kind of thing to, to Hezekiah. He
1: was. Exactly. But God says you know, God told Hezekiah through Isaiah, he was saying that, you know, I've heard your prayers and you're healed. And he told him in three days that he would walk on his own two legs into the temple of God. And the Lord had, the Lord said Hezekiah would live 15 more years and his city would be protected from the attacks of the king of Assyria. But, you know, Hezekiah you know, he, he obviously wasn't really, really happy with that answer. So he asked Isaiah, you know, what would be the sign, you know, to let him know that God healed him. And Isaiah had Because
0: bo- he wasn't born again. People right. who are born again don't, don't need signs, but he needed a sign because right. he wasn't born again. Exactly. Right.
1: So Hezekiah said, you know, Isaiah said Hezekiah had a a choice of signs. You know, the sun dog could either move forward 10 degrees or it could move back ten degrees, and Hezekiah says, "Well, it always moves forward. That's way too easy. I want it to move back ten degrees." So, as we see, you know, let me just read ten through eleven in, in mind really quickly, and it says, "The yeah, shadow always clear." A little bit, yeah. It "Says the shadow always moves forward." Hezekiah replied. "So that would be easy. Make it go ten steps backward instead." So Isaiah, the prophet, asked the Lord to do this, and he caused the shadow to move ten steps backward on the sundial of Ahaz. So it it was possible to move time backward, and I, it still is. Because what God did back then, God is God is still capable of doing. He hasn't changed. He never does. Mm-hmm. He never will. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is that not scripture? Yeah, it absolutely is. Okay. So we, we do see that. And that's that's a, another example when people, if anybody ever comes and asks you to give you an example of time moving back, that's a scripture that you can reference, you know, in the word, that he did do that. And what you were talking about earlier in uh, Joshua, Go to verse 10 again, or chapter 10, Joshua 10, 12, and 13. I'm going to read that real quickly in mind. It says, On the day the Lord gave the Israelites victory over the Amorites, Joshua prayed to the Lord in front of all the people of Israel. He said, Let the sun stand still over Gibeon and the moon over the valley of, or Ajalon? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I can't, I don't know. I'm just going to say Ajalon.
0: Yeah. Well, you're from so Texas. I'm from California, we, we're neither one of us are Hebrews, so we do have <laughs> that.
1: Right. I said so the sun stood still, and the moon stayed in place until the nation of Israel had defeated its enemies. In this, is this event not recorded in the book of Jasher? The sun stayed in the middle of the sky and it did not set as on a normal day. So time stood still.
0: Mm -hmm. Verse 14 expounds on that.
1: Yeah. Well, let's read that one too. It says, there has never been a day like this one before or since when the Lord answered such a prayer, surely the Lord fought for Israel that day. Mm -hmm. Again, an example of, of, you know, time standing still, or pausing time, as some might say. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I, I studied this all out because, you know, obviously wanting to have that clarity of what it means to have dominion over time and you know the Lord was so I mean this stuff was just coming so fast last night yeah, that it, I was,
0: it can it can when he's yeah. giving you revelation like that and you've asked I've asked for clarity too but I don't think I've, I've taken the time to sit still long enough for him to tell me and when you when you told me that you had that that's you know what came to was was the Joshua 10. And also I didn't remember where the where it was about Hezekiah, but I remembered the sundial going backward. It didn't even, it didn't even dawn on me about the fig tree or Jesus and Lazarus. None of that dawned on me until you started talking about it. Because we I think I've made it harder than it has to be, because all it has to be is speaking to what you your desired and result in faith. Expecting the quantum world and your faith to work together to create that reality right with time, right with time that's all yeah
1: it takes. that's it and you know you speak quite a bit or actually we do a lot about the quantum world about quantum physics about quantum mechanics the quantum field you know quantum faith um they just it goes hand in hand you know it absolutely does yeah you you can't have the bible without having you know the ability to supersede time you know i mean god is god is the ultimate scientist in my opinion you know he and
0: is. he absolutely is we we think he's behind science no science is still trying to catch up with him right
1: that's true but it's 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 always been there as far as the quantum world and people still don't understand you know what it means and you know my my suggestion to everybody out there would be you know read as many books as you can you know not just the bible but it, you know if you need if you have to have something some other references you know um there's a book called uh, Quantum Christianity, believe again. That's by Aaron D. Davis. Uh, there's one called Quantum Supernatural Power by Don Stewart, and that's one of my favorites. I've read mm-hmm. that yes, one.
0: That's a good. That's a good book. Yeah,
1: it is. I've read it several times. Some of the chapters are long. You know, you may think that you know you, you may read through 20 or 30 pages and then find out you're still in the same chapter. You know, but yeah, it's well worth it. It's It's got a lot of really valuable information in it and it breaks down some other things that you may not have thought about before or if you have thought about it, maybe you just didn't have a grasp of it. But that's a really good one, too. I highly recommend that one. Um, there's, there's another one called A Quantum Case for God by Dennis, uh, what's his last name? Uh Zetting. Z-E-T-T-I-N-G, I I believe. I think that, yeah, I think that's it. But there, and there's another one. Oh, um, let me think real quick. Give me just a second. I'm going to take a peek. Oh, by the way, you can always get the Annette Katz Quantum Faith book. You know, that's an amazing little... Star. You know that website we talked about last week, that author's
0: website. Yes, you can always go to her website as well. That that article is in the on the website, and that caps quantum faith. Oh that yes, article is on the website. So, so go
1: to was it Vivian Miller, VivianLMiller.com. Mm-hmm. VivianLMiller.com. Go to VivianLMiller.com, and you will see what is it a link. To the free There's a
0: bunch of links. There's a bunch of links about quantum. I believe this link is some, titled something like quantum teaching.
1: Okay, cool. Um, faith and quantum physics. Prince Hanley wrote a little, a small book called faith and quantum physics, create your future. And there's another one that I, I'm, I've, can't remember what it's called. It's another Annette Capps book. It's a lot larger book, but it's also dealing with the quantum world as well. But that's just to get you started, get people started on if they want to research. Oops, I knocked that over. I'm sorry. If they want to start researching, you know, the quantum, um, the quantum realm quantum physics quantum quantum.
0: on the vivian l miller site it's it's on it's in the menu as free help now and under that free help now is um, quantum faith teachings
1: yes highly recommend go read go to that website and start reading it'll change your life i promise it will when you're you have, when you, really... you have
0: seen huge cha- You've seen huge changes because of learning how to learn this stuff and how
1: it works. Oh absolutely I have. Absolutely I have. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned is that, you know, um, I actually have the power and authority to do things, you know, to change situations, to change circumstances. But I didn't really realize that before.
0: Thank God we're, we're past the days of looking for a pastor who's anointed. Not uh-huh. that there's anything wrong with that. But if, if you and I are depending on a pastor somewhere who's anointed to help us, we may have a long wait because a lot of things are shifting and changing and those pastors don't live with us. Right. So we would have to find that pastor first of all and then reach out to that pastor and hope they answer. But we have that anointing. That same anointing is in us. We don't have exactly. to do that. We, right. can get the we help have the now. same
1: anointing in Jesus. We have, we have the anointing. We have the, the same anointing, the same authority. You know, we can do every Bible, important. the same faith. <laughs> right. And what did Jesus say? What was it? Uh, is it Luke chapter 14?
0: No, it's John fourteen twelve.
1: John 14, 14, 12. Okay. Can you quote that for us really quickly?
0: I don't want to misquote it. Give me a moment, and I'll go there. I think I do. I do the word. I do the word. You know, I poor representation sometimes if I just quote it by memory. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believes on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And then that's followed with verse 13, and whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Verse 14, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Amen. John 14, 12 is followed by a blank check, people. Exactly.
1: Exactly. As you see it right there, you know. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even and greater. greater works. How can we, ha- how could we do greater works or even the same works if we don't have the same anointing and right. the same power and the same authority? We can't.
0: I'm still but looking for those greater works because I've already seen the dead raised. I've been there when God's done it. I've been an active part of it more than once. So I want to see what's greater than that because he's, he wrote he rose Lazarus from the dead and other and Jairus's daughter and a few other people from the dead, probably many more than the book says. So if he says we'll do what he does and greater, I'm looking for the greater because I've already seen the dead raised more than once. That's awesome. I wanna know what the, I want to know what those greater things are. I plan to be a yeah. part of that.
1: That's right. Wow. Well, yeah, here's the thing. It's one last thing. Okay. This is just one last thing. And it's, you know, if you fail to exercise dominion over time, you will find yourself running out of time. Right. Does that make, does that make sense? And you will have a sick
0: heart because it, hope deferred makes the heart sick. So no. if you don't use your dominion, the devil will see to it that you you end up with a sick heart. That's right. Because that's okay. his goal. Okay. He wants us to quit because he knows the only way he's going to win is if you quit. That's right. So we're gonna we're gonna unhook here. We're not finished by any means because the word is inexhaustible, but we but we're going to unhook. So until next time, thank you, Cheryl, for for sharing. I've been enriched by it, and I know you have too, because God always supplies more as you're sharing what you know. So until next time, walk by faith, walk in courage, use your dominion over time, speak the desired end result, Hold fast to your confession of faith without wavering for he that wavers, you know, will not get what, he, what he's believing for and defeat the dark.